Wild Boiling with you right through, well, certainly for the next hour or so. And by the way, just before we start, can I mention news just breaking coming in there at the moment? The legendary singer Shane McGowan has passed away at the age of 65. Uh, the singer songwriter and former frontman with the Pogues had been receiving treatment in St. Vincent's Hospital in Dublin for several months for an infection, but sadly he has passed away. Quite ironic that he would pass away a couple of days probably before we're going to hear that song as we hear it every year for the whole month of December, Fairy Tale New York, which I'm sure was a song that brought him a lot of joy and a lot of finances over the year as well. But it's a man who'll be sadly missed by those who loved his music and by fans of the Pogues and fans worldwide of Fairy Tale in New York. So that's Shane McGowan, sadly has passed away. Now, we decided to keep the show a little bit lighter today because there's a lot of negativity in the country, isn't there, at the moment? And let's not go into it again. Of course, we've spoken about it over the last three or four days. So to keep it a bit lighter, I found an interesting email that we got during the week. You know, I put it up on Facebook and I put it up on Twitter. And would you believe it's probably got more hits and more reaction than any of the serious stories that we've been covering during the week? Which is quite surprising because it's about an engagement ring. And I'm going to read this out very quickly. And then I'm going to come to Mary McCarthy, Irish independent journalist, and also Carl Dieter who's, a, I, I would say, a property correspondent, but generally he has an opinion on most things and he's an interesting man to listen to at the best of times. Hi, Niall. I'm a dedicated listener to your show and my ex-fiancé and I used to be regulars on your show a few years ago. I actually think I know who this is, by the way. Here's my brief story. I got divorced a decade ago. Kids all grown up. And about five years ago, I met the man of my dreams, or at least I thought he was. Uh, we were inseparable. Everything seemed perfect. Two years ago, he proposed to me in Paris. I know, a bit stereotypical, but it was a beautiful day, beautiful stunning ring, featuring a 1.7 carat diamond. How I know this is because we got it valued. But he got it from his grandmother, and he reset it into a beautiful setting. We valued it later in the year, discovering it was worth 15 to 17,000 euro. Uh, we did it for insurance. I felt incredibly lucky. However, this summer, during the tough time of my mother's passing, I admittedly wasn't the easiest person to live with. He began spending a lot of time away, and during a heated argument one night, he dropped a bombshell that he was moving out and had found somebody else online, and they'd been together for three months. We were supposed to get married on December the 28th, and luckily, only the hotel deposit was paid. I moved back to my parents due to financial constraints, and I couldn't rent the house anymore, and I haven't seen him since September. And he recently sent me a letter demanding the engagement ring back, citing sentimental value and threatening legal action if I didn't comply. I've, seek, I've sought legal advice, and it seems I should return it, but I'm torn. He messed up my life for five years, and now he wants the only valuable thing left that I could sell. It feels, like a, uh, it feels like a gift, and I'm not sure if I should give it back. My mother advises just returning it, while I'm considering saying I lost it. My legal friend warned that he could claim the insurance payout off me, as it's legally, uh, it's not legal until we're married. I don't know what she means with that. I'm in a real dilemma. What would your listeners do, and what do they think? So that, well, look, it, this has been a problem for years. It's been one of those burning questions. Do you give the ring back, or do you not give the ring back? If you have an opinion on it, or maybe it's happened to you, let us know. The number, as usual, 085-122-55. That's 085, it's on the screen, 085-122-55. Let me go to Mary McCarthy and Carl Dieter. Mary, good afternoon to you. Niall, good morning. I'm so sad about Shane. Oh, my goodness. I know, and look at the time of the year. Yeah, I know. Very classic, and we're all going to be thinking of him this year. Shane, listen... 
And I, I am outraged at that fella. He qualifies as a love rat, right, in my book. As a lover. And he wants to ring back. A love rat. A love rat. Oh, a love rat. rat. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's a love rat. Okay. <laughs> this guy is a love rat and he should not be looking for the ring back. And actually, it's frankly a little bit embarrassing that he's threatening legal action, right? And that, that, that lady deserves to keep that ring. And, you know, she... I really think she's entitled to it. I, I, it's kind of compensation for a heartbreak in a way. I mean, her mother died. Obviously, she's going to be out of sorts. And yeah, it, you know, yeah, yeah. you, ha- you have to be understanding in situations like that. If your missus and her wife dies, or or your husband's mother dies, or whatever, or somebody dies, you have to have a level of understanding for you know they won't be in the best of form for a couple of months. I mean, you, that's part of being in a relationship, isn't it? Of course it is. And you've got to give people that leeway to be, you know, a bit of a monster when they're feeling so uh, so down after someone dies. And that, the fact that he just goes off and shops around online, gets himself a new lady friend, and then he drops the bombshell. Like, it's not acceptable. He should be apologizing and he should not be squeaking, making a squeak about that ring. And in general now, Niall, I would always say that if the lady's prerogative, if she wants to keep the ring, that's fine. I think that that's fine. It's kind of compensation for your heartbreak in a way. Even if you are the one that are calling it off, I still think it's, it's traumatic, you know, being engaged. Everyone knows you're engaged and suddenly you're not engaged. It's quite so embarrassing, think, isn't it, apart from anything else, particularly in the circumstances that he's gone off with somebody else, a newer model. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing. You know, he, he thinks he can swan around, just, you know, pick up someone new and then he wants to ring back. I mean, sorry, buddy. Like, it does not work. Now, the only thing so, I will no. say is, normally I would probably agree with you, right? To some degree, right? And tell her to keep it. But, you know, it was his grandmother's ring. And this is the point, isn't it? That he he obviously took the diamond from his grandmother's ring, from what she says, and got it reset. 1.7 carats. If you know your rings, that's quite a fancy solitaire, right? It's worth probably somewhere between fifteen and 20,000, even maybe more. Depends. So, uh, you know, realistically, if it's of sentimental value to him, does that make a difference? I don't think it does. I mean, that is a pretty blingy ring. That it is blingy. Put. It's very blingy. Yeah. It's a blingy ring, but he gave it because he loved this lady. And I think it's it's kind of making it that love grubby now when he's looking for it back. Mm. You know, it, it's like a breach of promise. You give me that ring back because I don't love you anymore. Is he going to give it to the to the next, to the updated one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, this is it. You know you be, you'd be quite insulted if you got a <laughs> ring that was kind of second time round, wouldn't you? Listen, uh, my bet is this guy, he sounds like the type of dude who's going to flog it instantly. I, I think that it doesn't make any difference that it's the grandmother's ring. It's not, there's no sentimental value there. I mean, obviously, there is sentimental value when you give that ring to someone because you're saying, you know, I you mean a lot to yeah. me. Yeah. I love you, and you mean so much to me. Here's my grandmother's ring. But by, by saying that, like, you felt that once, and I think to turn around and say, Okay, I've changed my mind, want it back. I just think, no, that's, you know, that's okay, not well, acceptable. Well, let me get a male perspective on this. Carl Dieter, commentator extraordinaire, normally on property and other things and the like, and also journalist as well. Uh, Carl Dieter, you've heard Mary. Um, the Irish Independent is sticking with this one. Um, <laughs> you, you've heard Mary. By the way, Carl, you've written for the Irish Independent as well. There could be a war here. Uh, Carl, do you think, he, do you think that she should give it back? I was actually interestingly nominated for a journalism award while uh, the work I did with the Irish Independent, which I didn't win, but that's uh, that's. Ah, well, look. Ah, well, look, to be nominated is nice, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, the, the way I would see this, it, marriage is a contract, engagement is not. And you can break an engagement all you want, but you can't break a marriage willy-nilly. Now, people fall out for all manner of reasons. They face challenges of every type. Sometimes they make it through. 
sometimes they don't. You know, now she's obviously angry. She said he messed up her life for five years. I think it sounds like when the going got tough, he got going. And that's not admirable, but, you know, it happened in recent times, not from day one. And that ring is a family heirloom. He wants it for whoever he eventually marries, but that person's not going to be her. And the idea that, oh, it'd be a second time around ring, it's already a second time around ring. A dead woman wore it on her hand, you know, so <laughs> it was his grandmother's ring. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he didn't give it to the dead woman, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but the, the, the point about it is, is that, you know, no good will come from keeping someone else's family heirloom to prove a point of you hurt my feelings, now I'm going to take your stuff. And I don't know about that, Carl. 15 yeah, yeah, to 20,000 could come of us. Ring, yeah, well, okay, great. Well, I mean, in a, in a sense, that's just bad luck money. It's the same as taking something that was stolen. If someone is asking for their family heirloom back and you haven't gone through with the marriage, that is the correct thing to do. Even though he might be the, the, the worst person in this instance. I mean, because the person wrote to you, they didn't might not have explained, yeah, I acted like a psycho for six months. That's why he left. Oh, no, she does, no, she she does admit it. She did say I was a difficult person to be with for a few months. <laughs> she, did, she did say that. Yeah. You know, well, but died. I'm saying I mean, it, it doesn't give you the, the full <laughs> color of that. Yeah, you're right, you know, Mary. Your mother just died. Difficult is a, that's a broad church of, of, of spectrum of what someone's like to be with. Mm. But look, whether he's right, she's right, it doesn't really matter. You know, they're not getting married. She should give the ring back. There you go, Mary. They're not getting married. And see, Mary, from a legal point of view... Uh, an engagement ring was originally called a promise ring many, many, many years ago in law. And the promise is that you marry somebody. There's a promise. There's a ring. And I promise to marry you. If you break that contract in law, you're meant to give it back. So says Judge Judy anyway. So I know Mary. That, that's, yeah. the, that's where the word comes from is promise. Gage yeah. is French for that. The same as mortgage actually has the same derivative meaning of a, a promise until death. Okay, so Mary, yeah, yeah, so the, the promise is now broken. So surely from that point of view, Carol is right. She should just do the honourable thing. It'll bring her no luck. Just give it back to him. I think that those breach of promise laws are very old-fashioned. And I don't think that it would stand up in any court at all. I, like, I still think she should sell that, right? Because she's, she's not very um, solvent at the moment. Sell it, and then at least that kind of cushions her from life's harshness. And then she can move on with her life, get some closure out of it. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, God, she's been kind of done out. She mentions that she's uh, she's moved back in. She say, "Move up, oh yeah, I moved back in my parents due to financial constraints." So because she was renting, so she obviously can't afford to rent on her own. So he's kind of done yeah. her over a little bit. You know what I mean? So surely she deserves some sort of compensation. Look, all, 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 all those circumstances are outside of what this ring is about. Maybe she is deserved loads of compensation, but the ring doesn't have to be the compensation. Let's just look at this from a different way. Imagine that he got engaged to her, and her dad said, "You know what?" I'm so pleased you're marrying my daughter. Here's a brand new car because you're getting married. And then if they broke up and she asked for the car back, I would equally be saying, yeah, that's the correct thing to do. You don't get to keep the car because you didn't marry the daughter. This is a similar She's, But the daughter's not an object. I mean, you know, this woman is not an object. Well, we're, we're, we're talking about her like she's some sort of property. Talking, we are talking, <laughs> well, no, but we, I'm talking about the ring like it's property. And I'm talking about both people on what I hope is an equal footing in terms of where is the correct ethical and moral stance within this. And, you know, equally, if, if, you, if you turn the table on it and made it some other example, like a car or something, you'd kind of say, yeah, that, that makes sense. You know, if, if it's over now, give the car back. Well, equally, it's over now, give the ring back. Mm. I mean, I, I don't know. know. I think I, I, I keep the car as well. But you know what, <laughs> now, there is one, there's one case where I need yeah. to give the ring back, right? Okay. And that is... Mary, if, if you're not married, you're scaring off all the guys. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, she's coming for you, folks. <laughs> Go mean, on, Mary. Mark, I'm in the 
<laughs> so listen, Niall, I think there is one case where a lady should return the ring, and that is if you stand up your fella at the altar, right? I think then if you did, yeah, it's, it's a moral obligation that you should, because everyone will be asking about you. It's very high profile amongst your friends and family, and I, I think now, you know, in that case, I think now you should say, listen, you know, I'm sorry about that. Here's the ring, mm. but that's the only case. And I don't think any heirloom or anything, that does not muddy the water for me. I think heartache compensation, you know, you're putting a price on love. You're kind of saying, no, you know, you're not delivering on the services that I, that I had ordered. So I want that ring back. Sorry. So what are you saying? You're saying it's a non-refundable deposit, essentially. <laughs> because... <laughs> Yeah, well, well, I mean, somebody rang up our show years ago. We were talking about something similar, and he said an engagement ring is a deposit on the woman. So if you don't marry her, you get your deposit back. And I don't know. So, yeah. That sounds not, awful. Now, think about it like this: Imagine if the woman proposed to the guy. Yeah. Just imagine if if she proposed to him and he right. got the engagement ring, uh, yeah. and then they break up. In yeah. that instance, does she still keep it? Like, there, there's so much about this. No, don't, like, let's not bring in sexism in or gender into this. It doesn't really matter. The point, the point of it is, Carl, he's done her well, over. It's just, it's a, it's a fact. He's done her over. Yeah, and, and you know what? Most if she'd have cheated on him, Carl, I might have a different view and not disagree with Mary because, but he cheated on her. And you know what? Hell hath no see, fury that's, like a woman's scorned. That's, that's, but that's because you're looking at this from a personal morality perspective. What I'm trying to look at it is from the concept of the contract of marriage and the ethical thing on do you keep things that, that effectively, if someone says I'm buying this ring, as a precursor to us getting married, that if you're not getting married, that mm. intention is no longer there and you should give it back. See, Mary, the problem she has here is he said he'll take the legal route, right? Now, she's talked to yeah. obviously her legal friend. Now, I know we're saying that I, I, there's probably never been a case in Irish courts. Maybe there has where somebody was looking for an engagement ring back. But I am pretty sure if you went before a judge, the judge would have no choice but to stick with the law. And from my, you know, absolute, uh, my intelligence level and my experience of watching Judge Judy, I can tell you now that she has always <laughs> said from a legal point of view, you have to give the ring back. So, you know, if it goes down the legal route, he could get it back and she'll endure the costs of that all on a point of principle. You know what I mean? I don't think that in in the courts he, uh, that he'd get it back. I think maybe take it to the courts and, and let's see let's see what happens. I would be, be great story surprised. for the Indo, wouldn't it? If he did, that'd be a great <laughs> story for the Indo. I'd, I'd be very surprised if, if any judge turns around and says, "No, you give that back." I I, I think those breach. Carl, is it are those breach of promise laws? Are they not totally out of date? Could they be upheld? Oh. In court, a, which? a breach of promise. Like, would, would that be upheld in court because well, it's so well, old, Carl? I mean, well. No, but like it doesn't matter. You see, I mean, there's all sorts of things about verbal agreements and contracts, and it goes back to things like the Carbolic Smoke Company and the Mississippi Supply. There's a lot of case law in this where it all, um, like it, it goes, this kind of thing goes back even before all of that. It's it's a biblical and beforehand concept of that of, of marriage between two people. But uh, I think that it really comes down to a question of the property, the intention to contract, and whether that contract was completed. And if it wasn't, then the precursor to it, which as brutal as it was to call it a deposit on another person, strangely enough, that is the way that you could almost look at it in my view. Um, I wouldn't describe it in those terms. I'd describe it as like the the intention to enter the contract of marriage and that if that marriage doesn't happen, then okay, that's it. And we all part ways. The question is, does she keep the family heirloom or give it back? 
I think the correct thing, although it's not the feel-good thing and it won't make you say, ha, ha, I got your back or serves you right or I showed you, is to actually return the ring to the guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Ma- Mary know, would be I getting a like... new kitchen, I think. <laughs> but it sounds. Listen, Niall and Carl, I have a hunch, right? If, if this lady calls this guy's bluff, right, and says, now I'm keeping it, I think he will just slink away. I think he'd be too embarrassed to bring to go down the legal route. Mm. He'd be too oh, yeah, embarrassed. Yeah, no, but that's. You know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I, th- I think I'd swallow my pride and embarrassment for 15000 to be honest with you. That's a lot of money, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, it's well, a lot well, of money, look, but, but it's a reputation. Like, who's going to go out with him now when he's gone to the course to get... You know, it's a little bit... Yeah. You're not really putting yourself in the best light, so I don't think he would. I think he should call himself, and you, I think... You, you, you could you look know. at that two ways. One would be that, look, she's a real psycho. Why won't you just give me my stuff back? And I think a lot of people would empathize with that. Another would be, he's a total schmuck. He cheated on me. A lot of people would empathize with that. In the court of public appeal, you're never going to win on this one. You know, so like it just, anyone can literally take either side and claim victory. So I just think from my objective perspective that they were meant to get married. What he did was probably not nice. I'm sure there's some bits in there where she was at fault. But they go in their separate ways, give him his shit back, and let him, you know, move on and wreck someone else's life, and she just be the better person. Okay, on that note, I'm going to have to let the two years go. But Mary McCarthy, <laughs> Irish independent journalist, and Carl Dieter, a former Irish independent journalist, and now property and everything else, and opinion on everything. <laughs> Carl, uh, I tell you what, I let the two of you go. But I may, I'll send Mary. I'll send you over the email. It could be a good story for the weekend of the Irish Independence. <laughs> Front page, Niall, front page. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much indeed, guys. I really appreciate it. Excellent. There you go. Uh, Mary McCarthy and Carl Dieter. Let me go to some of our callers. James, hi. How are you? Afternoon, Niall. Afternoon, James. Nice to talk to you. How are you keeping? Now, James, I know we haven't I'm... heard you much on the show recently, just to let our listeners know that you've changed occupations. So that means that you're busy. I have. You're busy during yes, the day. I am. Yeah, I've, I've taken on a new career, which I'm absolutely loving at the moment. So Good. I've actually... I'm on nights this well. I'm on nights for the next two nights, so um, that's why I haven't been on in a while. Ah, thank you very much, James. We appreciate your company today. Now, getting back to the ring, um, what should happen in this situation? She should give it back. Right. Um, legally wise, I like. I put it this way, Niall. If I was in that situation and I did that, even by cheating on you know the fiance, I would give the ring back. Would you? Or I, I would demand the ring back, actually, to be honest. You would demand the ring back? I would demand the ring back and say, look, simple as this, okay, I cheated on you. And I, I don't know whether it was Carl or Mary, I think the other lady was, um, said that, look, we don't know the ins and outs of, of the relationship. Like, she could have been an absolute lunatic. Mm. We just don't know. Like, you know, as the old saying goes, Niall, there's three sides to every story. You know what I mean? And okay. I just, I, I, you know, if it was me, and I think morally, she should give it back. And probably legally, I'd say if he did take it to court, she probably would get it back. Yeah, I'm I'm looking here at the Irish statute books in relation to this, right? Where a party to an agreement to marry makes a gift of property, including an engagement ring, to the other party, it should be presumed in the absence of evidence uh, to the contrary that the gift was A, given uh, subject to the condition that it should be returned at the request of the donor for his personal representative if the marriage does not take place for any reason other than death. B, was given unconditionally if the marriage does not take place on account of death of the donor. Okay, so the law is quite clear. Now, I don't think there's ever been a case in this country of somebody taking somebody to court looking for their engagement ring back. I don't think people are that petty. Maybe they are, I don't know. But the law is quite clear that you're meant to give it back unless the person dies. 
Well, fifteen grand is a lot of money. If I, if I, I put it to you this way: if I was in that situation and I had cheated on my fiance or whatever at the time, and we weren't together, and she refused to get the ring, I would be beaten uh, straight down to the four courts. Would you? And as you could say, I would. I would take legal advice. It costs you two hundred euro to seek legal advice. And if a solicitor said, "Look, you no chance," you know what I mean? Now, you know the whole moral thing that wouldn't bother me. Now, if you if you've broken up, and obviously if he's cheating on her, he obviously has no morals. So obviously he wouldn't he wouldn't think twice about going to the courts about it. But if, now, if it was me and I was in that situation, I would look. I mean, the, the poor girl. They were should. due to, they were due to be married next month. You know, hotel deposit was paid, all that kind of stuff. You know, and then her mother dies in the summer. She, by her own admission, she was difficult to live with for a few months after her mother died, which is understandable. She was going through a lot of bereavement and grief, I suppose. And while she was difficult to live with, he was off doing another one on the side. Well, he should, you know, you know, you should, he should have kind of, you know, walked with her on that. Like, you know, they're in a relationship. He should have been there to support her with that and not just... It was obviously, I'd say what was obviously happening there was not. We're her grieving. Nothing was happening in the bedroom. And he's kind of like, you know, this woman doesn't fancy me anymore. If we're not doing it now before we're getting married, it means we're not going to do it after we get married. And then met somebody else and was out the door. And that's, I think. So you're saying because the sex life had dwindled, he went off and looked for a younger model? More than likely, Niall. More than likely. Because, like, you know, I wouldn't say, like, if you you was already in a relationship, generally, if you're in a relationship, you're not going to look for another relationship. All you're going to look for is just looking for sex, basically. You're not going to look for. Well, well, hold on. Well, hang on for a second. I'm going to come to Joe, but just before I do that. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. Barry and Sarah Jane, just wait there for a second and we'll meet you straight after I talk to Joseph. Joe, how are you? No show like I'm not too bad, Niall. Good afternoon. How are you? I, I'm good. Although I was a little bit taken back at the start of the show to hear the death of Shane McGowan. I, did, I thought the man would live forever, you know what I mean? Because he said, oh, God, we've been through an awful lot in his life and he managed to survive it. So I was a little bit shocked. Yeah, well, it's a very, well, I tell you, it's a very, very sad day, really, for uh, Irish music. You know, I was mm. a great fan of Shane McGowan many, many years. And I think, you know... When you always think of Shane McGowan, you always think of the fairy tale of New York. And ironically enough, ever. today is the first day, most likely. Uh, you got Christmas FM, which is kicking off today. Is the first day that it's probably going to be start be playing for the whole month of December, and he won't That's get right. to he won't get to enjoy it. Anyway, no. getting back to the, the, this ring situation, Joe, what would you do? Yeah, well, this is a a, a real a real hung thing already, isn't it? Yes, it is. um, um, I was kind of like when when uh, Elaine rang me there. I was kind of thinking, um, should he give it back? Um, it's uh, the way I'm looking at it is that I I I'm, I'm a, I might yeah. be a bit baffled here, but um, apparently the way they're talking, she cheated on him. Was it her? Or he cheated on her? No, he cheated on her. All right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and he's looking for the ring back. Is yeah, that- they broke up four months ago because he was cheating for three months. And she didn't realize, right. and then. She had to move out of it. Well, he moved out. Then she moved out because it was a rental accommodation. She's gone back to her mother's. She gets a letter from him saying, give me the ring back or I'm going to seek legal advice. It's worth 15000 right. or more. Yeah, well, if she, if, well, if he's in the wrong, uh, I would probably would support her. Yeah, I think, yes, it would be probably the best idea because um, 
you know, if someone like done it to me, I'd probably do the same thing too. I'd be um, you'd be keeping the ring. I'd be in that position. What's that? You'd be keeping the ring, so you wouldn't be giving it back if they cheated. I wouldn't. No, no. If, if like they always say, if the if the person does the dirty deed, they should pay the price. Really. So yeah. yes, I would. Dip the, yeah, what they right. say, dip the wick, pay for the oil. Exactly, yeah, 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 that's the old... Uh, it's fair point, really James, isn't it? Saying, yeah. James, I mean, if they just broke up or fell out of love, or if she was the one who cheated, I could understand what you're saying, James. But he's messed her over, he's done her in here, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely not, as I said, the guy has no morals anyway, like, you know what I mean? So, um, as I said, I don't think he'd be too worried about, you know, have people having a go with him in court saying, oh, you know, you have no morals, but... If the law, and as I said, I'm not a lawyer in any way, but if the law stated that legally it has to be given back, and it sounded like with the way you quoted the statute there, it sounds like she does. So, yeah. you know, as I said, all you really realistically have to do is if you went to a solicitor, the solicitor would send a letter, you know, if she then did herself take legal advice, and if it was the law, you know, the solicitor could say, look, you have to give it back. He's a scumbag. But... He's a scumbag who legally has to get the ring back, and then. But I think you know, I think like, the, the the solicitor will realise it's not worth taking to court because if you appeared before a judge quoting a law a law that's probably been around since Jesus Christ, um, you know the judge is probably going to frown upon this and award him very little or come up with some way of not handing over that ring because he'll think you're a fool being in this courtroom looking for this ring back. The laws, the law, don't know. The, like the laws are nasty, Niall, and. That's why, you know, the, as you I see Statue of Justice and it's blind, like, but the, the law is the law, you know, and if, if it is the law that it has to be given back, you know, whether a judge agrees or not, the law is the law in Ireland, you know. Okay, okay, it, okay well, well, hold on, let me go to Bernie, let me get a female opinion as well. Bernie, hi, how are you doing? Law is the law, according yeah, to James, but not Joe. Law, that gobshite, that horrible man who did that to that woman, what I would do is, I'd say, yeah, you can have your ring back, but I want 20 grand. <laughs> but, but that's not going to happen, is it, Bernie? The reason he wants the ring back probably is to sell it to make himself 15 or 20 grand. No, no, no. He did the most despicable thing when that girl was grieving and at her lowest. He went off and dipped his wick or whatever he did. He should at least have the decency to leave her. Leave her with the ring. It's the least he could do. Forget about the ring. Mm. Move on. But if I was her, I would say, right, go to a sister. I'm happy to go with you, but I want 20,000 for all the, the hurt and the grief and the, the disappointment. Punitive damages, punitive damages, yeah. Yeah, whatever the big words are, I don't have fancy words in my head. But you imagine trying to get married for Christmas and having all your plans and your dress and all your friends and all your invites probably out. Well, no, I don't, I don't know, in fairness, she did, she did, where does she say it here? She said she had paid a deposit, a hotel, no, she doesn't mention anything else. So we were supposed to get married December the 28th and luckily only the hotel deposit was paid. So it was obviously a small wedding or whatever, right? So... Um, you know, they hadn't really organised much else. So it was four months ago. So obviously invitations weren't sent out yet. Because where would you normally send an invite? It's three months beforehand, isn't it, usually? So no, they, sometimes it's six months. Uh, oh, now. right, okay. Like, people are very organised, you know? Well, look, it, it was embarrassing for her, I'm sure, because she's probably told everybody they were getting married and she probably told the people she was inviting, listen, I'll be sending you an invite or whatever. Uh, so it's a very embarrassing situation for her, obviously. There's no doubt about that. And, and she does admit she was difficult to live with during the summer. But her mother, she lost her mother. I know. She said. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I lost my mother a few weeks ago, and I, I'm impossible to live with at the minute. I'm up yeah. and down. I can only imagine what the poor girl must be going through. And then to do that, well, I would, I would definitely go to a sister and say, "Yes, no problem. On you go, there, love." And I'll get the twenty. I want twenty thousand, yeah. and you can have your ring back. 
and you know he can take a loan out of the credit union. He's rallied to dip his wick. He can sell his car, whatever he has to do. There you go. Yeah, and you can have your mother, our granny's ring back. There you go. James, you James it's looking it's looking bad here, you know, because a lot of people are saying, you know, because he cheated, James. I know you're saying the law is the law, etc., etc., etc. Leave that aside. But because he cheated, even Joe says it, he's dipped the wick. He's got to pay yeah. for the oil. Uh, first of all, now I just offer my sympathies there to Bernie and Abba, her, her late mother as well. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. um, no, no, look, the guy's a scumbag. I'm not going to protect, I'm not going to stick up for him. Like, the fact that she was grieving, and, you know, obviously he was just getting no attention from her. And this, this is the reason why he did what he did. Like, you know what I mean? And, you know, uh, you know that this is obviously his... This is obviously what was going on here. But as I said, Niall, I don't know the law. But if I, I, I just think morally, I think at this stage, although he has no morals, I think she should actually, even just for herself, to say, you know what? You're a scumbag. I want nothing, nothing from you. And good luck. Take the thing back. Good luck to you. Goodbye and good riddance. And then just basically, hopefully, she can start to move on with her life. Because Yeah, but she could, move on, her, she could move on with her life with a new car with the money she gets from the ring. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that, that is true, Niall, as well. Like, that is true. That's right. You know I mean? That is true, but... And you, you know, are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I could do a change of my own car as well. But um, no, I just... Um, look, the way I look at Niall is, if it was me, and I'm a strong, you know, I'm a strong believer in karma, I would feel it could be bad luck as well. I kind of say, look, the relationship was doomed from the start. It just was never going to work out. And this could be just another part of that. So mm. take the ring back. Move on. And then also, Niall, the situation would be as well, if she was to meet somebody else and was explaining the story and was like, you know, um, you know, the other guy, even if he didn't cheat, he did something wrong and he broke up and he gave her an engagement ring and, you know, what's to say she wouldn't do that to somebody else as well? Or, you know, it could put a lot of guys off as well because you might say, look, you know, this... this but my, my no understanding moral. of an engagement ring is that when you give a girl an engagement ring, I know the law says it's a promise to marry and a contract, but my understanding always of an engagement ring is it's a gift. You're giving them a gift that's because what I you love. Assume. Yeah, but, that, I'm, yeah. but morally, that's what everyone assumes. Yeah. I mean, I Joe, Joe, have it. you ever been engaged? I was never engaged. No, 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 no. no. Never went no. down that road. <laughs> no, well, not at the moment, probably not in the future. I don't think either. Like, you know? Oh, but you have an old, you told me I had a lady friend. Oh, I have a lady friend I have, yeah. yeah. But we're not planning to. We're not planning to get married or anything. I think we're happy enough where, the way the we way you are, are. You know, but you buy a ring. You should buy a ring anyway. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, well, I'll buy her something. I'll buy her something nice for Christmas anyway. <laughs> I'll take her out for lunch or something like that. I I do that every year anyway. So yeah, you know. So I, I mean, always, there I is there is an argument. Sorry, Joe, but Bernie, there is an argument as well that when you buy a gift for somebody, as my mother used to say, you know, you can't be an Indian giver. Now, an Indian giver, that's what they used to call it years ago, is when you buy a gift for somebody and then ask for it back again or give somebody something and then ask for it back again. You know what I mean? So I, 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 understand, I understand. I understand. I think it's despicable he's even looking for the ring back. Like, he's, has he nothing in his brain at all, like, except his dick? Like, honest <laughs> to God. He has, he has to realise But that that's what men, men are strange creatures, Bernie. As, as James said... Most likely what was happening in that relationship, if you read between the lines, her mother died, he wasn't getting his bit, you know, in the bedroom, and then went and sought it somewhere else and went, oh, this is better. Oh, no, no, like, I mean, she That's was... Uh, That's Can you imagine if she had a baby with him and uh, he, she wasn't able... You know yourself, after having a baby, the last thing you're looking at 
is to go back into the bedroom. You know, would he have cheated as well there because he felt he wasn't obliged? You know that he was, she was, he wasn't, she wasn't doing whatever. Mm. Like, I mean, he taught you in sickness. You love somebody and you marry. You're going to marry them. You've made that commitment. So even you if engage. even even if the other thing runs dry, you just stick with it. Well, you 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 let the person grieve. Like grief is a very strange thing, and everyone goes through it in a different way. Yeah. And you know yourself. Like you have to respect. You love that person, and you hate to see them suffer. So you're not going to be hassling. Oh, by the way, it's nine o'clock. I'm due to go to bed now. Come on, love. You don't do that. You let them grieve, and you you're with them because you love them, and you try and help them, and you know console them, and do whatever it takes to make that person feel some way human for a little while. Yeah, not, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was kind of thinking too, James. That you have to be understanding if you actually love somebody. And I understand that men do think with their dicks sometimes, and I get what you're saying. But you know, you have to have patience and a little bit of understanding. Of course, Niall, absolutely. But obviously, this guy does. As I said, like, and now I'm not defending this guy. Now, I don't think anybody thinks I'm different. Like, he's a scumbag. He's an absolute scumbag. And, and especially, like, now we're kind of getting in the, in the, into the nitty gritty of it. And it's obviously that you know this is what was happening. Like, as, as Bernie said there, um, when somebody in your family close to you dies, you know your head goes all over the place, and it's the last thing on your mind. And obviously, he, you know, after, like, he was probably, like, patting her on the back saying, yeah, love, it'll be grand. And then after a couple of weeks, when he realised that, you know, she was grieving badly and, you know, that was being put on the backbone. He's like, you know, as you said, men are arseholes now. This well, is obviously what your man's yeah. thinking was. You know what I mean? We are, like, you know, but this is obviously what... Not all of them, can I say. Was. I don't, I'm, no, not no, no, I'm not in that category. No. No, either would I be, but... Sorry, Barry, what did you say? Did you say that you're not in that category now? <laughs> I said, the majority of men are decent human beings. Yes, thank and they you. love somebody and they love the person. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that most men are very, very, they're so good. Some men are exceptional, uh, but most men are really good in general. Of course you're going to be. It's your, it's your, your wife to be. Okay, well, hold, well, hang on all of you for a second there. Let me just go to Sarah, if I can as well. Sarah, hi, how are you? How's it going, Ian? How are you doing, Lovely Sarah? Topic. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's an, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, look, it takes us away from all the, the kind of depressing noise around at the moment. Anyway, would you give the ring back if it was you? Do you know what I'd do? I'd polish it, right? And I'd give him a choice. And I'd sell it back to him. You'd sell it back to him? I'd sell it back But that's not really, that defeats the purpose of him wanting it back. He doesn't want to pay no, you well, for I, it. No, well, I'd give it back to him, right? And I'd say, under the conditions that you give me 15, whatever. 15,000. 15. 15. 20 grand. Yeah, yeah or 20 grand. It's worth between 50. I, I know a little bit about rings. So it's a 1.7 right. carat diamond ring that he got reset. Now, obviously, it was in an old setting because it would have been his grandmother's. So he got it reset into a more modern solitaire ring, I imagine. And it's so, he, she reckons they got it valued and it's valued between 15 and 17,000, which is about right, I imagine. You could get more depending on the quality of the, the diamond and the colour of the well, diamond. Well, I wouldn't be, now, like, to be quite honest, with something like that, it'd be a sentimental thing to me, right? Yeah. So, like, my thinking behind it, if that was me, I would actually give him the ring back. But I wouldn't give it to him back peacefully. I'd make sure that he suffered for it. I'd make sure that he paid me. Um, well, he's not going to pay you because that's the whole point of looking for the ring so he can get it and sell it. He's not going to pay yeah, but no, He just wants it back. Right? She could have been she could have been cute enough going ahead with the wedding and then just then and getting a divorce because she cheated on me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she could have gotten lots out of him. Yeah, you but know you, what you know, I mean? Yeah, but you're not going to go through all that, are you? No, you're not. Like, and, like, 
it's a horrible thing, like, as well. Yeah. For our bereavement. And for him to be going off doing jiggy jiggy here and jiggy jiggy there. I believe that he was doing jiggy jiggy, like, probably. Right four months before then. Yeah, he probably was. Um, she only caught him then. Well, he, well, in fairness, he didn't actually catch him. He caught him, catch him, sorry. He just admitted it. He just came home one day and said he was leaving. He'd found somebody else. No, Niall, that that doesn't I, that doesn't buy with me. Like I'd say, he was seeing someone else well before this four months. Yeah, and I think especially someone through bereavement. I remember losing my mother, right, and she was only fifty nine, and I was with this lad for years, right. Yeah, and I was in my seventh year with him, right. Yeah, and four days after my mother died, he said something to me, right, and I said to myself, "I'll never stay with this man." Now, I did stay with him for another nearly nine years onwards, but I knew I was never going to marry him because of the way he treated me in a And why did you stay with him for nine years when you knew you'd never marry him? Because, I don't know, probably insecurity and codependency, oh, okay. all these okay. things that come okay. so, under. So getting back to the ring, from a legal perspective and a legal point of view, and a solicitor on the air here, I'll say this to both of you, you're not getting 15,000 or 20,000. The whole idea is he's asking for the ring back and legally he's entitled to it back. So both he is well, now then, are in breach of the no, law. No, hang on, right? <laughs> okay, in breach of the law. So the solicitor, right? Yeah. If I turned around and said to the solicitor, listen, my mother is only four months dead. I am so caught up in bereavement. I wouldn't even know where that ring is. I'm very, very sorry. And, and that's covered. That on. Hold on, that's covered in the email because she says at the end, I was, uh, let me say, my mother advises me just to return it while I'm considering saying that I lost it. But my legal friend warned me that he could claim the insurance payout as it's legal, legally his until we're married. In other words, if she lost it because they have it insured, because that's why they got it valued to get it insured, obviously, um, he could turn around and say, well, that's fine. If you've lost it, just claim the insurance, please, and give me the money. Okay, well, you asked that solicitor, right? Now, I'm going to get into this, right? Yeah. What is the concept of a gift? What is the true meaning of a gift? Well, here's the problem from a legal point of view. An engagement drink is not a gift, legally. An engagement drink is considered to be a promise in the start of a contract. It is. Well, you can say what no. you want. It is. I think it is. I think you're right. I think it is a gift. But that's not the law. Sit with Bernie and Sarah, stay there. I want to go to Steve. What? Like, another thing as well, the character, his character. What about it? He doesn't have any. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying then. So, like, then he wouldn't, you wouldn't really have any sort of moral grounds then in respecting his wishes where I would be more vulnerable in that area, thinking, well, it's a history, it's passed down through history. Stay, well, stay, well, hang on, stay there, both of you, because I want to go to Steve, I can only imagine. Steve, hi. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh here Jesus we go. Christ. You may put it on for this one because those two women on air are just being extremely stupid. Yeah, Why should you get no, compensation? 
whether it be 15, 20 grand for a failed relationship. That would be like a girl going into court who isn't engaged to be married and going, Your Honour, I'm with this man two years. He's my boyfriend. He had an affair. I want money for the fact that he had an affair. Don't be so bloody stupid. The I'm way here, the Steve. I'm promise, going out to get me bubbles now for you, right? I'm going out to get bubbles to start blowing at you, you right? There, because I'm telling you what, right? I'm not, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be like that. I'd be like, listen, I'm at the beam with you for the last such and such time. I put my faith in. You go ahead and screw around and sleep with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And you're looking for your he's 15 an, grand. I'll give you a ring, all right. I'll give him a ring, all right. Sarah Jane, here's the thing. He is a bell end. He's an arsehole for doing what he's done. Of course, there's nobody going to argue with that. But the law... The law states that you must give the ring back. It is not your property. And I would also like to point out that, Niall, you have a great memory. And I don't know how you remembered, but the last time you spoke about this, it was moi, me, who said that it is a deposit on a woman. Because it is. <laughs> oh, now these days, a woman is not property, Steve. No, I never said they were property, but it's a deposit you on the wedding. You're only at the that same that Oh, hang on, well, hang on. To him. Yeah, sorry, Bernie. What are you trying to say there? Sorry, Bernie. He said it's not a deposit. It's a betrothal of marriage. He signed up for an agreement. He's broke his exactly side of the agreement. Exactly, for a marriage. Yeah. For no, a marriage. Yeah, but you're not listening to what Bernie... Hang on, hang on, both of you. Steve, you're not listening to what Bernie's saying. It's a start of a contract for marriage, as Bernie says, and he is the one who is in breach of the contract. He went off Absolutely. and had an affair. So... Yeah. And so what? What's that got to do with the property involved? He breached his contract and broken it. Therefore, he breached his promise to get married. Whoop de doo! Yeah, he damaged that promise. He damaged. It makes he damaged the contract. It makes no difference. Stephen, he damaged. He damaged. It makes no difference. He damaged. You're not listening. Open what's between your head, will you? Your ears. Quick, what's oh between Christ. our ears? Oh your brain. Will you open the airwaves there? He broke that contract by sleeping yeah, with and someone I'm else. With so wherever you go down this road with the property thing, that ain't happening. That ain't buying with me and Bernie. Okay? Are, you, are, you, are you finished now? Are you finished? Did you get all that out of your system? He may have broke the contract, but it doesn't matter who breaks the contract. It doesn't matter whether it turned out he was a mass murderer. It makes no difference why the relationship well, he broke has up. The to say for that. that ring, that ring is a promise to get married. If the marriage doesn't go through, then the ring should be given back under the law. Because and she's a depo- the, the ring was a deposit of the woman, according. You tried to tell me, right? Yes, it is. Yes, so, it is. So, see, hang on. You tried to tell me, right? It means you got engaged, right? Jesus. The two, oh, Jesus. No, hang on. Just stay quiet now, you, Mr. Violent, for a minute. You just say you don't keep your mouth shut. Just for a minute, right? Right. See, it means you got married, right? And you says, look, I love you. There you go, darling. Whatever it is. <laughs> Give me a lovely <laughs> ring, right? Kissy, 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 yeah. right? Boom. Someone mm-hmm. dies. I'm in an emotional state or whatever, right? That doesn't yeah. give you an entitlement to go off and go jiggy, 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 right? Did. Not only did that, I right? Say it did. If you're in a loving relationship and you do something like that, so you're trying to tell me, even though you're engaged, you're still entitled mm-hmm. to go and have an affair? 
No, nobody's saying Absolutely. that. Now, you're talking about me getting the wax out of my ears, for Jesus' sake. Nobody's saying... He's a... I said it at the start. He's a bellend. He's a scumbag. But it doesn't matter the reason why the relationship broke up. Let's remove the fact that he had an affair. If any engagement breaks up, the man is entitled to the ring back. And I would also like to point out, so I'm not sexist here, these days, lads can get married as well. So if one lad proposes to another lad, and he should be entitled to the ring back as well. Okay, stay there, Bernie. Stay, stay there, Bernie and Steve, for a second. Let me just bring Jason in. Jason, hi, how are you? What do you reckon? Should he give the ring back? Or should she give the ring back? Sorry. Well, why is she keep her? Well, because it's worth 15 to 20,000. Oh, exactly. Out of spite. She's a gold digger. Like, oh, it's, nice just to know, it's nice to know they have a price on it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 20 grand you to get out of your marriage. <laughs> so what happens? Okay, for argument's sake, they just decide not to get married because it just wasn't working. Does she give the ring back then as well or does she keep it as well? This just bangs that's a spitefulness. That's a different scenario altogether. I'm sorry, that's a different nah, scenario spitefulness, spitefulness. The law is the law. The law is the law. The law is not made on morals or emotions or this, that, and the other. The law is based on law. So, the law says, no matter what, she has to give the ring back. Okay, it's so like it's no fault divorces nowadays. But come here, there's no uh, fault divorces now. You could screw everything in the phone book, and guess what? Your husband can't bring it up in court. But this is true, actually, by the way. It's a no-fault system in family law. But sorry, Bernie, what are you trying to say to Jason there? Sorry. <laughs> I would go on to, she, I would go on to um, uh, Sheehan and buy a replica ring and I would give it back to him. Oi, out of spite. And out then of you'll be you done with that. He's just spiteful. It just goes <laughs> to show you that you're spiteful. This is why I'm all for fellas not wasting their money on this crap. But but Jason, in fairness, hang on. Now I have to be honest. If we listen to today, there's a pattern here, right? All the women have said she should keep it. All the men have said she should give it back, right? I don't know. No, hang on, hang on, Jason. When you, oh, you're not married, are you? Nope. (laughs) Your first wife. When you married your first wife, right? Yeah, and that was a mistake, wasn't it? Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly. But but at the yeah, time, there you go. No, but hang on. At the time, you loved her, okay? You oh, obviously yeah, did, yeah, yeah. okay? Yeah, so of you, course I did. Yeah. yeah, you get down on your knee. I thought because I thought I thought I knew what love was. I thought love was when two. People it doesn't matter together. what you thought. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't, Jason. You got down on your knee. No, no. Uh, no let me finish the story. So you got down on your knee on that fateful day and said, will you marry me and spend the rest of my life or your life with me, right? Which he obviously didn't. <laughs> will you spend the rest of your life with me, right? You put a ring on her finger, right? Yeah. Now, when you were giving her that ring, were you thinking to yourself, this is the start of a contract or this is a gift? What were you thinking? Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking this is the start of a great relationship. I wasn't thinking a gift. I wasn't thinking that this is a contract. I was thinking, hopefully, this is the start of a great it's relationship. A gift, for the rest of but life. it's a gift, isn't it? No, it's not. No, it's not. In the law. Now, thank, I, I don't I forget about the law. law. You're not a barrister. I wish I, wish I did know the law back then because if I did know the law back then, I would have got the ring back because I paid a fair few quick for it. And she got everything else. I mean, she got everything else. She got the dog and all. I mean, the yeah, but she did now, but hold on, there's a difference. Once in the law, once you get married, you don't get the ring back. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't get the ring back, yeah. yeah. So therefore, boys, get your ring back while you can, because when you get married, <laughs> yeah, you give everything away. Jesus, you barely can you believe you're listening to this.
I never, I never realized men were so materialistic. You know, you know as well as I do, there's no equality in marriage. Nope. And there's definitely no equality in divorce. Jeez, why? I mean, why would you buy the girl a ring if you're thinking in your own head, if this breaks up, I'll get me ring back? Why would you do it twice? Dog bites you only, bad dog. Dog bites you twice, bad person. Okay, so you had a bad experience. This girl deserves to have that, to get the money, the money back. But give the ring back and start a fresh start with a new fella. Why carry that baggage around with you? Well, then why no, keep it? Yeah, he said it was his granny's. So what's it to do? Yeah, with? Oh, no, give it back and granny. get the scumbag out of your life once and for all. That way then you don't ever have to think about what come across him again. It'll never come up again. She's keeping it out of pure and utter spite. No other reason. Spite. No, no, no. I'd say get 20 grand out of him. She deserves it. See, there that. you go. So there's a price on it. So there's a price on it. Well, there is because if she kept the ring, she could sell it and buy a new car. Going out with yeah, me. There's a price on going out with me. You want to go out with me, you have to pay a certain price. So Jesus, I know about the girls that hang around under the lights. <laughs> and who's to what? say she wasn't a bitch? Oh, Jesus. Oh, for God's sake, you're really going to the pit. It's just legal prostitution, oil marriage. That's all it is. <laughs> oh, yep. Yes. Oh, lads, you're really letting the side down the Perry is. is oh, it's all oh, telling the truth. Bernie, I'm actually. I'm, as a, as, no, hang on, lads. Bernie, I do apologise. Bernie, I do apologise. As a human being and as a man, I'm actually embarrassed by the opinions of these two at the moment. Oh, you're worse, Noel. Yeah, I've always told you you're a gobshite when it comes to this. You now come around Valentine's. You're a month out when Valentine's are on the second <laughs> That's because I love my wife. Oh, we did love yeah. the arse. With you, yeah. yeah. And we oh, loved the fourth ones as well, didn't we? Oh, let me go to John. John, hi. It's like a car. You love your fourth car, but Jay, we'll get a second car. A you? woman is not a car. <laughs> yeah. John, hi, how are you? Stay there a second, lads. Hi, how are you doing? How are you, John? Um, listen, um, you can't put a price on love, number one, right? And this this ring, no, right? It's solid, it's cursed, it's tainted, yeah. right? Yeah. It, was, it was given in the first place. Um, under a different emotion, which was the emotion of love, love yeah. and everything that goes yeah, with romance that. Romance and everything, yeah. That has now been uh, studied completely. No, she should not give the ring back. What she should do, because he doesn't deserve anything back over this situation. She certainly doesn't want to keep the ring to be looking at it every day. What she does know, right, or she shouldn't benefit in any way financially out of this, because if she does, it is still tainted back to him. Because whatever comes then comes from him and everything that went wrong, right? What she needs to do, she needs to go to a good jeweler that she can trust, right? She needs to get it really valued, right? And we'd say whether it's 15 or whether he'd give him 10 for it, right? When she gets the money, she didn't give it to a charity of her choice, right? She gets a receipt for that. She gets a copy of the receipt and she posts it on to him and say, you make a song and dance about this now, seeing that you cause this problem and I will go to all the tabloids with this. I will go on the Nile Island show. I will go all over social media so and people will really see what you're up. Yeah, unless, unless he's the president, you just say care for another bloke and another woman. Exactly. Honestly. In fairness, John, they have, they have a point. It's not like he's a celebrity or the president or something. Yeah. Nobody really cares about it. Nobody would care about that story. Well, you'll be surprised. Give away. 
You'd be surprised. Oh, but John, I'm kind of with you a little bit of the way in this, but if it was me and I was the woman, I'd keep the ring and sell it and buy a car. I wouldn't be giving it to charity. And then I'd get me and then you'd well, well you see, the thing is, if she buys a car or, or, or anything or goes on a holiday, that is coming from the misfortune of relationship then that your man destroyed. But he's just come back, right? Not her. But so John, the thing it's is, not like, the be, no one's taking away. away. Yeah, the, the be, it's, 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 no, no, you're wrong there. Once that ring went on her finger, I'm not that's, wrong. The law that symbolizes both of them. Then that's a that's I'll an emotional contract. That's an emotional John. contract. An emotional oh, no, contract. Something no, you know fuck all about because you have no emotion. You have no emotional intelligence John, whatsoever. There's no more, more intelligence than what, what I flush down the toilet in the minute than there is in your head. Yeah, you're a bleeding moron. <laughs> it's not your property to give away. Do you understand it that? It belongs the law to both of you, dumbass. You absolute dumbass. It belongs to more of It was God, given. It Jesus was given as a commitment, almighty. right? It's for both of them. Once that ring goes on her finger, it's a, a commitment for both of them. I kind of, I have to be honest, Steve and Jason. I agree with John. Let, no, let's apart from the charity part. Let me ask John. Let me ask John a question. You're all for the John. Hold on, hold on, Jason. Give me two seconds. John, Jason, everybody. Two seconds. John, what does the law say about this? I'm, we're not talking about the law. We're talking about morality. Oh, right? yeah, I and know. the proper no, thing no, to no. do. No, we're talking no, no, about no, no. the law here. What does the law well, you, say well, in this situation you, well, that she I, should I, do? I'm not going to be, le- I'm not going to be lectured by an, an ex-housebreaker on the oh, law. Okay, let me just, for the listeners who didn't hear it in the first place, reiterate the law. The law, section four of the law, by the way, says where a party to an agreement to marry makes a gift of property, including an engagement ring, to the other party, it shall be presumed in the absence of evidence to the contrary that the gift was A, the subject to condition that it should be returned at the request of the donor or his personal representative if the marriage does not take place for any other reason other than death. So the only reason that she gets Smoke to keep it. the ring is if he dies. Exactly. According to the law. Now, now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's never been a case in an Irish court. And I wouldn't like to bring a case like that before a judge because I know the judge would be thinking, you scumbag bringing this to court. You know what I mean? Yeah, there should be a, no, there should be a caveat and it will catch that piece, right? And it's just said then. Well, there's and not. And if you ask this... If you ask them, the, the scumbag and the maggot, yeah. you don't deserve anything. Yeah, Jason, see, I'm with him on that. If they had just broken up, Jason, or if she had cheated on him, I would have said absolutely give the ring back, right? Yeah, no. But, but she made a knob of him. Or he made a knob of her. Noel, if Jason, put that in marriage as well, because no fault marriage, no fault divorces means the man loses everything. I know that. I know that. Yeah. So there you go. So, so what? We give her back the ring, I have to keep her happy, but the man still loses everything. You go and ask me, yes. Do you want equality or equality across the board? The marriage didn't go ahead. Give back the ring. End of. She doesn't I, no, need to no, There's she, no reason. She, she needs the, the only reason she John needs is out of this point. No, 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 no. She's better off to him. You can't call the bluff. It's the law. You got She's better off to him. But lads, here you go. I mean, realistic. Okay, your book keeps saying it's the law, it's the law, it's the law. Forget about the law. Let's ignore the law just for the moment, okay? Yes, and and from a moral point of view, let's look at this, right? Is she not right to, to get her own back on him? That he, because he, he's made a fool of her. 
Leave it okay, no, sorry, but are you, do you think, Noel, that when relationships break up, that the best thing to do is to get revenge on people? No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying revenge. He's already, it's not like she's stealing something from him. He's already given it to her. Petty, petty revenge. That's all that would be. She clearly is a gold digger. That's all she is. Give the ring back. No, it's not no, your property. She's not a that's gold digger. She's says. a woman that no, has well, been wronged by a scumbag. And oh, you know all about that. No, there were about men that have been wronged. If, if, this, if this was on the other foot and we were talking about we're not a man talking about, been We're talking about exactly a woman. Not, we're talking he about a woman who has been wronged. And he two dumbasses can't get that. He two dumbasses can't understand that. Okay, well, well, hang on. Well, hang on, both of you. Let's just bring in another female, an intelligent one. Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi, hi Niall. Before I say anything, would you ever say hello to Lucy, my granddaughter, who's three? She was sitting on my lap watching you. Oh, hi, Lucy. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Is it her birthday she, or something? She's smiling. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, she's not. Everybody say hello uh, to Lucy. Thank you. Hello, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> now, no language. No yeah, language, uh, lads. Now, cover her ears watch now. The language. Yeah, cover her ears. <laughs> yeah, watch the language. Yeah, I sent her upstairs. <laughs> I sent her upstairs now. now, okay. Okay, Maureen, yeah. should she give the ring back? Yes. Right, okay. Oh, come on, Maureen. Come on. Yes. No, no, John. Come on. John, you have a, John I thought better of you, no. John, if you want to let me talk, talk. If not, I'll just hang up. She gives no, no, the ring back. She gives the ring back. It is not hers to keep in the first place. It is hers to keep. It is hers to keep when the contract of marriage is signed. This is what contracts are about. It is hers to keep. She can do what she likes with it after that. The ring is given in contemplation of a marriage which is a contract. The marriage didn't take place. It doesn't matter what he's done. The yes, ring it is does. his. There's, a, moral, there's a morality Maureen, I know you're saying it's an heirloom in his family, but he was willing to give it to her. It doesn't matter. No, no, no. An engagement ring is for a contract. I know that, yeah. Of marriage. It was originally, but again. Engagement ring comes in. uh, Originally, the origins of an engagement ring is it was originally called a promise ring. And it was it was a promise of a contract. It was the start of a contract. And that's why the law states it's not actually yours until the contract is complete. Exactly. But generally speaking, generally speaking, men don't ask for the ring back. On this occasion, No, they don't, is. but some do. Yeah, yeah but he, well, well let him ask. Well, he should back. get it, and he should get it back. Mm. So, Maureen, you're, you're okay, so with this guy being the biggest scumbag in humanity. Number one, he didn't the daughter. Not two, he wouldn't even back her up when her mother died. Like, I know because he... But we don't know that, John. The, he done, he done we the don't know whether... No, listen, hold you on. Want him, you no, want him no, to be John, you're resting no. on there you, all you morning him, before I you came on. You want him to come... You want him to come out, come out better now than her in this situation. He's just he's not coming like. out that, better than her. 
We don't that, know what you, kind. We don't know work. what she was like. You're that's getting one side of I the said, story. As I as I said, he that gets the ring be, back that in ring the story. Sold. And if you can't that see that, well, then you know what. That ring should be sold and the money given to charity. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. By the way, just a question comes in here from. A listener, I won't say who it is, says, Hi guys, why don't you ask uh, Jay, would he get married again? Uh, that's Lorraine. No, we'll keep talking about that. <laughs> How did you know it was Lorraine? Because she tried to ring me when I was on the air with you and she's out with her mate in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, why don't you make a decent woman of her? And... Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not making another broke ass out of myself. No, but oh, just, yeah, right. just get married. Right, if it's not broken, why? that can do anything it's to a her. Commi- I have it's a commitment. Longer, I have lasted longer with her than most people I know that have got married in the last 14 years. Yeah, but okay? still, still be nice to get married, no, wouldn't it? No, but still what? Uh, okay, and in five years... I've got, I know, I'm going to be honest with you, Jason. I'm going to be honest with you, right? You know, as you know, I was divorced, uh, go back seven years ago. Well, I was by divorce when I came to two years ago, but I was divorced seven years, or separated seven years ago. Mine too. Yeah, okay. But I have to say the best thing I've ever done in my life was marry Karen. Because oh, good for you. Because knowing that she's my wife and I'm her husband, it's a much different feeling. It does feel How different. How is it? How, how it doesn't, no, it, it does. There's no, a it commitment does. in no, it. it. No, it doesn't. And also people... Lorraine, you're right. If you're listening. Also you should marry Also people turn it into Christmas. a possession. Also people turn it into possession. Uh, Lorraine, look forward to Valentine's Day. I think he's going to pop the question. Nah, okay, nah, so, wait, nah, no, nah, hang nah. on. Sit with Maureen and Jason and John. Stay there, for, uh, stay there a second. Let me go to Morris. Morris, Hi. Uh, as a, a married man of 36 years, can I have an opinion on this situation? You can. No. <laughs> Please release me. Let, Let me, me go. Because <laughs> I don't love you anymore. Listen, I'm going to tell you, the girl should give the ring back. And one reason, one reason only, it was given with a bad heart. So she should get a little card, write on it. Here's, to your, here's your ring back. And I hope your granny is proud of you. And that's the biggest kick in the town hall she could give that fella because he betrayed himself to her and then he betrayed her. I think she's had a lucky escape. Can you imagine being married to a yoke like that? So mm. give it back and move on with your life and consider yourself a lucky girl that you got rid of a scumbag at the beginning of your life. Can you imagine spending the journey of true life with a yoke like that? I'd call him a life support machine for a penis because that's all he is. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, Morris, I do understand what you're saying. And Jason is right from a legal point of view. There are everyone who says give it back from a legal point of view is right. But here's the thing it's worth 15 to 20,000. She's ended up having to move back to her mother's because he left her high and dry so she can't even afford the rent anymore. Um, he, yeah. She's already paid, they've paid a deposit on the hotel, which I believe, by the way, should come out of the value of the ring if he's not willing to pay. He should be entitled to pay half of that as well, by the way. So they paid a deposit on a hotel for to get married the 28th of December. She, she, he's cheated on her at the most vulnerable time in her life when her mother just died and she was going through a bad yeah. patch. You know, she, he really doesn't deserve it. No, and how do we know he didn't pay for all of that? How do we know he didn't pay for the deposit? Well, we, don't, well, we don't know. I'm just saying he doesn't deserve it, Jason. Well, hang on, well, hang on. Let Morris just ask that question. Sorry, Morris. Fair either, we don't know why he had the affair either. Okay, it was... will give him with a bad heart and it'll bring her bad luck. Get rid of it. Move on. He's out of your life. You had a lucky escape. Hope you meet somebody nice. I'd rather be happy and broke than miserable and with something that was given with a bad heart. Get rid of it. Get it out of your life and move on. He's a gobshite. Yeah. Maureen, can you think of any way we could get Jason into trouble because his other half is listening? 
<laughs> Ask him an awkward question or something. You know what I mean? I'm the best thing she ever fucking had. <laughs> Jeez, you Lyle, love yourself. Lyle. Yeah, Morris. Sorry, Morris. Hang on. Uh, Lorraine is ringing me on the other line. I'll be back in a minute. She wants me to do best man and organize these tags. Ask my invites. Will you ask my invites? You better get down to credit union. I'll buy you a suit. <laughs> Th- thanks, Morris. Please say Let me go to Breeda. Breeda, hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. How are you? I'm good. Breda, you've heard Jason. Absolutely not. Maureen says, and I'm a little bit surprised, actually, at Maureen saying that, but fair play to her. She's saying, the promise has been broken, the contract is broken, you must give the ring back. Yes, she has to give the ring back. I mean, if, 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 if she doesn't want to give the ring back, then take the diamond out that came out of his grandmother's ring and keep the rest. And, oh. you know, it's like... Well, know. just keep the gold ring, like? Well... So what, what value is That's not much value. The stone was taken out and reset with new settings around it. Well, she, no, she just said it was reset, I, I think, in a more modern ring, I assume. Okay. Maybe the other one was a bit vintage looking or something. I don't know. Give it back. It's his grandmother's ring. Give it back. Yeah, but he didn't care too, he didn't care too much about his grandmother when he was giving it to her in the first place, did he? But yeah. maybe the grandmother gave it to him to give to whomever he was going to marry. I get the impression and the granny is dead. I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I could be actually I, wrong. I, well, I'm making that I, assumption. Maybe Granny left it to her in, his, in her will and said, "Use that for when you married the love of your life." Yeah, probably. And maybe, maybe at the time the man thought that this was the love of his life, but mm-hmm. things change sometimes, you know. Um, now he's a dirty dog for going off and doing it behind her back. Like if you didn't want to be married or get married to her, just break it off and then go off and find somebody else if you want to do it. But like, the way he did it was completely like he's a dog. You yeah. know, he's only sniffing the ground. But he is entitled to have the ring back. It was his grandmother's. He's entitled to it back. And I don't think it's going to bring her any luck or any good fortune going forward because... She's getting a new car. But sure, it's not hers to sell. You know, it's not hers. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by all of, by some of you women today, by the way. Some of you said you, would, you wouldn't give it back. But I'm like Bernie earlier on and Sarah Jane and Mary that was on at the start of the show from the Irish Independent. I'm blown away because I... My thinking on it is, when you're giving a girl a ring for an engagement, it's a gift. Yeah. Now, I know legally it's not, but it's a gift you're giving. The thought must be in your head that you're giving her a gift. Why would you ask yeah. for it back? If it was just it a, a normal ring, if it was just a normal ring that came yeah. in and bought in Weirs or somewhere, mm-hmm. fine. But the fact that it was his grandmother's, I just don't yeah. think she'd have any luck for it hanging on to it. I know she can go out and buy a new car, but then the car could go off the road and she, God forbid she could get seriously injured or something. So there's bad voodoo with that ring. So get rid of the bloody thing. Give it back to him. Like, you can survive without having that ring. It's something, like, I, those kinds of things I would treat as they were never, it's not something that depends on my day-to-day living. It doesn't. And it doesn't depend on her day-to-day living. I know she's had to move back mm. with her parents and stuff like that. But look, at, you'll, you'll turn the corner and you'll go forward and you'll Thank your lucky stars down the road that he didn't that you didn't marry him. You know, mm. I, that's my decision. Okay, let, let me go to Michael. Michael, hi, how are you? Stay there, girls. Hi, you know, how are you? I'm good, Michael from New York. Thanks for contacting us today, Michael. Appreciate it, uh, Michael. Yeah, of course. W- would you give the ring back if it was you? If it was the other way around, like if you were the woman? I don't know. That's a bit weird to me saying that. Uh, but oh, would, yeah, should... no, I would. De- I would definitely give it back. I completely agree with your last caller. I would get rid of the ring, just 
closed the door, what he'd done was so wrong to her, and then just move on, start a new chapter. Just uh, And the fact, too, that, that the ring is sentimental to his grandmother, even though what he done is wrong, and she might want to hold it back on him, maybe for money or not, I would still give it back, just be done. It just got bad juju attached to it. And, yeah. But mm. if, it was just, if it was a cheaper ring and it didn't mean anything, then I wouldn't even expect it back if I was him, per se. Okay, so if this, if you were in this situation, not that you would cheat on your partner, but if you were in this situation, you, no. would, ask, you would ask for the ring back, would you? I would, yeah, I kind of would expect it back because it has such a sentimental wow. value to it. I'm blown away by this. I Because I, 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 when I was talking to my producer earlier on, I said, nobody's going to come on and say to give the ring back. They're all going to say to keep the ring. And I'm just blown away <laughs> with the fact that nearly everybody's saying give it back. Yeah, do you know what, nice. a cheaper ring, I would say keep it, uh, you know, that's it, we're done, settled, ap- apologies. But because it has a sentimental attachment, then I, I think it's right to give it back. No, or expect it back. Sorry, what did, you, what did you say, Brita? I was just saying, that, that, like that gentleman said, because it's sentimental value, give it back. If he's gone in and just bought it off the, off, I picked it out off in Weirs or whatever, whatever jewelers is around, then I'd be trying to go, nah, no, I'm not going to give it back. You're after breaking our promise and whatever. But I just feel, I just feel there's so much bad luck with that ring. And it, it, I don't think she'll have luck going forward if she doesn't get rid of it. And I'm very, I'm very um, superstitious. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm a great believer of what's meant for you won't pass you. So this wasn't meant for her. But like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I keep the ring if it was just after being bought normal. But because of this, this grandmother's ring, mm-hmm. give it back. Yeah, Maureen, is is that what's kind of irking you as well? Because the sentimental value too. Well, that's perfect. Plus, it's a family heirloom, and you know, in some families, that's what they do. Like my mother or grandmother will hand a ring, which is to the eldest of the family, and that will be maybe for exactly like this, whatever you know, whoever they're going to marry. But even if it was bought in a shop for me now, it would be going back because, first of all, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want to be reminded. Mm. So I know, and it, it, it wasn't a gift, you see, that's the thing. So I'd be just taking it off my finger and saying, well, there you go, and move on. But here, well, then here's the thing. What would happen if if she hadn't caught him till, and I'll say this to both yourself and Michael, let's say, for example, she didn't catch him cheating or he didn't admit to cheating, right? And yes. they ended up getting married in the small wedding they were probably going to have on the 28th of December. On the 29th of December, if she caught him and he admitted he was cheating and she jumped him. The ring is hers. The ring no, is the, the ring, ring is hers. The, the ring is hers. She's married. The ring is hers. He can't but, ask. But, but then we're only talking about a signature here and a piece of paper, aren't we? Yes, that's what you're talking about. That's exactly what I we're talking about. I would say it's fifty-fifty. That he, I think he should have to buy her out of the ring then if they were married, like half of the cost of the ring. Oh, you'd only give her fifty percent back if they were married, Michael, would you? All right, okay. No, it, yeah. Once they get married, then it should go fifty-fifty, and then if she wants to keep the ring, she should have to buy him out for half the cost of what the ring I, is worth. I don't know what the story on family law is. I mean, okay, in Ireland, it's a no-fault system. If you get divorced or separated, all assets are split, divided. Well, they should be divided fifty-fifty, depending on whether there's kids involved or not, right? So there's no kids involved here. So you're right, fifty-fifty. But I don't, I don't think I've ever heard a judge saying, and how much is your engagement ring worth? They might ask about pensions, you know, insurance policies, savings, you know, property values. But I don't think anyone's ever mentioned an engagement ring. I think it's just assumed. No, it's on it's on her hand. I've just assumed that it's hers. Yeah, it's, her, yeah, it's hers. Yeah, it is hers. 
You know, like that'd be, that'd be like, let's say, for example, I got divorced tomorrow and like my wife bought me a PlayStation 5. You know, do, do I have to give her half the PlayStation 5 back? Do you know what I mean? No. No, yeah, exactly. no, because no, because it was a gift. You know what I mean? I, the same way as, you know, if I bought her jewelry, I wouldn't expect it back because it's a gift. Because if that's the case, I'm going to send a letter to my ex-wife looking for half of everything I ever bought her. <laughs> if that was the case, <laughs> I'd be wealthy. <laughs> I do wonder if an engagement ring would fall into pre-marriage, which doesn't become 50-50. No, I, no, I, it doesn't. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking from a legal point of view, I'm with Maureen and I'm with Breed and everybody else say, who said give it back. But from a legal point of view, you're supposed to give it back, right? On a moral point of view, I wouldn't personally give it back. Um, but in a legal point of view. But once you get married, the contract is complete because that's the, that's the law. So once you get married, the contract is complete. But I do understand the point you're making, Michael, that, you know, all assets should be split 50-50 on, on a divorce or separation. Right. Yeah. But morally, she, she should just get rid of it and just be done with him, be done with the ring, and move on. Yeah, well, hang on. Let me just go to Jack as well. Jack, hi. How are you? Uh, Niall, how are you? How are you going? Thanks, Good. Jim. Me on. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm listening with interest there about the uh, the legal side of it. You know, you, 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 I, I do look at Judge Judy. <laughs> I, I watch Judge Judy all the time. I have to I love it. You know, and yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. If, it, if that was the case, and you're right, legally, she does have to give it back because it's not hers. It's something, it's something to do with contract. And that's what Judge Judy would normally say in a case like that. And Mark, I mean, he broke the contract by breach of... And that's my, that's my thinking, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And does she... If I was her, I'd hold on to it. But does she want the reminder of him with the ring? Or else she goes into a yeah. dealer's shop and gets the value of it. Well, well, that's, well, that's what, if I was her, I wouldn't be wanting to keep the ring. I'd want to be selling it no. and buy a car. No, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. deposit yeah. on a house or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's a tough one to call, really, isn't it? As such. Mm. But if I was her, I'd hold on to it and into the dealer's and get the value of whatever the dealer did or, or Go around and see what the value of it is. Because he, he, he's the one that broke the after breaking her heart. And yeah. the story. You know, he swore to her that he was going to marry her. That's the way I look at it. See, anyway. the, yeah, but the, and I agree with you, but the problem we have in law is infidelity or cheating is not considered illegal. Absolutely. You're 100%. It, actually, I'm, do you know I'm what? There, there is a law yeah. in America, not in Ireland, but in America, and I don't know if Michael was aware of this, it's I called... I think it's in New York. It's called the law of moral turpitude. Have you ever That's heard right. of it? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I've seen the case of it in New York. There was a case uh, uh, a couple of months ago, actually, I was reading about in the New York Times about some rich guy, and she had sued him for a breach of morals or whatever. Yeah, was, yeah. And she won extra money in the in the. Yeah, Michael, have you ever heard of that? The law of moral turpitude. Yeah, I have not. No, all I do though is if I do get married, I'm getting a prenup. Because I think it makes things ten times easier when it's a day call. <laughs> Absolutely. But in America, because when you go to America and you go online and you have to fill out the visa waiver form, it goes through all these yeah. questions at the end. Are you planning on committing any terrorist acts while you're in the United States? And like as if you're going to click yes, right? You, uh, do you have any infectious diseases? Of course I have. I've loads. But on the bottom of yeah. it is, have you ever been found guilty of a law that are the law of moral turpitude? I remember asking a friend of mine who's a solicitor, and I said, what is that? 
And he said, moral turpitude means, have you ever, you know, given money or got money off somebody and not given it back to them? Have you ever had an affair in your marriage? It, an it, affair, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's oh, basically wow. moral law. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, like, it's, it's uh, I mean, she's caught in a, I mean, if she was married, it's 50-50 now. I think yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to, look, personally, I'm going through a divorce at the minute. Yeah. And it's 50-50. And the, the funny thing was, I was going to buy a nice car there. I was looking at a nice car, right? And I was just talking to the car saleswoman, right? I was yeah. saying, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going through a divorce. I said, no, 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 we'll wait till after divorce. Yeah, of course. Because if you buy this car, she owns half it. Asset, and she owns half it. So you'll have to sell that and give her half what the value is. Yeah, that's, that's right. I know, yeah. I know people going through divorces, and as you know, I've been through them myself. And for those, that time, you know, because in Ireland it could take five years to get a divorce. Uh, I'm sure Michael in America is quite used to 24-hour divorces, but in, in Ireland it can take five years. <laughs> and in that five years, you have to watch every penny you spend. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm only finding all this stuff out now, you know, that kind of way. How long, but, how long are you separated, Jack? Uh, four years. Okay, and when did you apply for divorce, if you don't mind me asking? Just a couple of weeks ago. You have a long road ahead of you. Yes. Yeah. A so long I've road ahead of you. I yeah, you're, you're, lo you're looking at minimum four years. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just, I mean, as, as a man said to me one time down in Kerry, he said, you go up the aisle with 100% and you come down with 50%. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Now, hang on, let me just go to Morgan before I wrap this up. Morgan, hi, how are you? Yeah. Stay there, Jack and Maureen. No problem, yeah. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Morgan. I haven't really been um, listening. Um, I, I just got, got to shame morning, on you. What, I know I'm very busy, like, but I'm doing my best, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, someone, um, an engagement ring, is it? The guy's looking for his engagement ring back from his, yeah. his fiance or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's silly. Like, you, when you give something away, you, you, you give it. Um, so you can't then demand it back when it doesn't when it doesn't work out. Like, so uh, the only way out of it is if, if he has to give her money, she's going to sell it, really, isn't she? Well, um, I would think she would, but Maureen says you. Well, from a legal point of view, Morgan, you do. You're supposed to have an obligation to give it back if you don't get married because you're in breach of contract. Right. But well, you yeah, do well. because for a simple reason because it's not a gift per se. This is where people yeah, we see. This is what you, people don't see. It's like, and we can go down all the modern routes we like, but the bottom line yeah, is well, that that's what it states, and it should go back. You know? Well, I I don't think so. Like I, I think that the spirit is giving. Like so, if you give it to someone, you 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 give it. You know, like so. It's a it's you a do, but the contract so isn't fulfilled. You see, marriage is a contract. No, it is a contract. Actually, yes, it is. It's, it's not Once you though, sign your written. name, once you sign it, your name in a registry office in a church, it is a legal no, no, yeah. contract. Morgan, engagement, but believe it or not, under law, engagement is a contract. Contract. It is. Yeah. Another silly law, another another reason to get rid of the fucking <laughs> yeah. laws we have. <laughs> it's, not just, it's not just this country, actually. This, we're not exclusive in this. Worldwide, if you engage, get engaged to somebody, it goes back to a really old law of called a promise to get married or to promise yeah. to marry. So when you give somebody a ring, it's a, they originally was called years ago. They only changed the name to engagement ring about a few thousand years ago, but it used to be called a promise ring. So to, to give somebody a ring to get engaged to them, it's a promise to get married, and it's the start of a contract. Okay, he cheated on her, did he? He cheated, yeah. Well, surely he's, he's, he's broken the contract, so, you know, as compensation, she should get to keep the fucking ring. I completely agree with you, but technically he hasn't because cheating is not illegal. He hasn't broken the contract, oh, yeah. you see? They're not married. The contract didn't take place. 
signed and sealed. Yeah. So he didn't break the but contract. It's a poor law. It's a law that needs to go. Like I, I don't know if there's any cases where people have brought people to court over it. Uh, I don't but think from my so. point of view, it's it's like it's fair. It's fair punishment, um, really. So I think everybody who buys an engagement ring for a woman, it's a, they should spend four times their salary on the ring. And then if they do something silly or awful, like fucking uh, cheating on the poor woman, well, then she gets to keep it as compensation for his piss poor behaviour. That would be my view. Yeah, Jack, by the way, Jack, are you going to be looking for the ring back in your divorce or half of it? No. no. <laughs> she can no. keep us. Uh, good good luck, Jack. I've been through with divorce as well. I'm still paying back the barrister fees. So good luck, man. I've oh, oh, pity stop, for you. Stop. Stop. Well, lads, hey, Morgan, Jack, we should start a little club. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, please. The divorced please, people. The alcohol involved, I'll, I'll join. Like, so, yeah, yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, Jack. You have uh, Jack. I'm, I'm assuming you're not getting free legal aid, Jack. No. No, 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 no. no. The only thing is, Morgan, and tell you all about it. I'll tell you all about it off the air someday. The, the solicitor, the solicitor I'm dealing with, she gave me a set fee now, which was, which seems. There is no solicitor in this world, I would check it that, Jack, that can give you a set fee when you've just made an application for divorce because you have no idea what it's going to entail. It's all about a game with them and it's a money-making racket like everything else. Absolutely. And and every appearance you make in court, there has to be a solicitor and a barrister. And each one of those appearances is going to cost seven or eight hundred quid. I found this out two weeks ago. Yeah. Two. I, I I had to go to see about something, and next of all, the initial solicitor said she couldn't turn up. Then this other fella turned up and said he had to go to Dublin. Next of all, he introduced me to this barrister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. And the barrister, the word barrister, just means you pay three times as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at the misery traffic. What the hell is misery traffic? You wait for you wait for one bus and three come along at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Jack and Morgan, thank you very much indeed. Maureen, thank you, and Michael, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you all coming on the air today. The moral of today's story is: give back the ring. It seems. And from a legal point of view, you don't have an option. The law clearly states, unless the person dies, you have to give back the ring. In other words, if the boyfriend had died, she doesn't have to give back the ring. It's hers to keep. But the law says the ring is a contract of promise. In other words, it's not your ring until the day you get married. That ring is given to you with a promise to get married. If you don't get married, you must give back the ring. It doesn't matter whether they cheat because they haven't broken a contract by cheating, because cheating is not illegal in this country and in most countries in the world. So the law says give it back. That's what Judge Judy would say as well. I told you that from the start, and the law in Ireland is no different, but I don't know if there's ever been a case like that. Lots of texts and WhatsApp coming in. Can I just read this one out? It has a bit of bad language on it. Jason is a miserable bollocks. That's what it says on my screen. He should get down on one knee and propose to that amazing woman, Lorraine. Is this from Lorraine? And thank his lucky stars he has anyone that will have him with an attitude like that. That comes in from Jenna. It should be like Jenna, in commas, Jason's wife's mate. No, I no, don't know if she knows that Jason's wife. Oh, Jason, that's where you're in from when you go home tonight. I don't know. You know, you should know these things, Jason, before you actually say them on the air. You know, marry the woman, for God's sake. Mara says the ring is cursed, so give it back. Mary says, give it back, but only because it was his grandmother's. If he bought it, I'd be keeping it, having it made into something else. Liz says, tell him he can collect it at the pawn shop. Audrey said, it's a contract that, well, uh, that's what an engagement is, and she must return the ring because the contract is broken. Evelyn says, if you watch Judge Judy, she always directs an engagement ring to be returned. Um, unless you're married, of course. Um, 
Geraldine says, easy cop out passing down a ring in the first place. Um, he'll need it for a new, for more engagements. All right, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, Louise. Well, see. Louise says, uh, why would she want to keep it in the first place? Vivian says, because it's worth 15,000. Madeline says, for the record, I'd get rid of. Amanda says, I'd only give it back once. He give, uh, I'd only give it back once he gives you back what you put into the wedding. It's his fault. You're not getting married. You shouldn't be out of pocket if he won't sell it, uh, sell the ring instead. Okay. Thank you very much to everybody who got involved in the show. By the way, once again, can I mention, I know you're kind of sick of me saying this, but please don't get sick of me saying it because it's so important. Please, we're looking for your donations. We want to keep doing this every day. As you know, some days we do for serious news stories because they're important and we believe you have a right to have an opinion on all serious news stories and we believe you have the right to have the facts of all serious news stories. Um, on other days, we do dilemmas like this. We decided to do this today because we felt that it's the start of December. Well, it's coming up to the start of December. And Christmas is, is almost upon us. It's a good time, a nice time of the year. We're meant to be happy. But there's been a lot of negativity over the last week or so. So we decided to do this topic today to kind of lift the mood a little bit and lighten the mood amongst our listeners. Just do something different. And we do do dilemmas like this every now and again anyway. We don't do news every day. Um, we had an interview planned today, but we decided to axe that one. Um, because, again, we wanted to just keep the mood right. Monday... It might be a serious news story again. It depends what develops over the weekend. But all of that costs money. The three of us work really hard here. You know, I mean, when you see the screen changing and when you see people's names coming up on the screen or you see the, the mugs, the smug mugs like this coming up on the screen, I'm not doing it. Somebody else is doing it. Or that coming back up. Somebody else is doing it. When you see those callers being put on the air, clearly I'm not ringing them here. You know, we wouldn't do as anything as cheap as that. You know, where you have somebody sitting there going like this, trying to ring people and put them on the air. It would look unprofessional. It wouldn't work very well. Quality wouldn't be great. So we try our best to keep it as professional as we can, but all that costs money. We're not making any money. Thank you to those people, by the way, who during the week donated to us. One person in particular, by the way, gave us a very reasonable donation, and I really, really appreciate it. All I can say to you is we want to improve things. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, we'd like another camera angle. Um, we'd like a better camera that would give a better light exposure. We have a lot of equipment here. If I could give you some idea and show you. Do you want, do you want me to show you? Hold on. I will show you. I can find that wire. Ah, yeah. I'm going to show them. That's what I'm going to do. Let me see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you. What's, oh, there it is. This, this one here, isn't it? All right, I'm going to plug this into the phone just to show you what's involved here, okay? Now. If I go to my camera on this phone here. Okay, we should be able to see. There you go. Now, in case you don't, you never believe me when I say it. <clears throat> so there's what I'm seeing. There's all the screens in front of me here. And there's two other ones there, which I use for the radio at night when I'm on the radio, right? And as you can see, lights, computers everywhere, screens, cameras. That's an auto cue there as well. So I know which callers come up on the line. We've other microphones there from when we do have guests. Um, it all costs money. That was just to give you an idea. And then downstairs, I, I'm a, I can't, the lead isn't long enough to take you downstairs. But it, well, I'll give you an idea in case you're curious. Look at that. Downstairs, see? If you look down there. Yeah. 
That's where another producer sits and puts the calls through. And <clears throat> all that costs money. It also costs money to run, as you can imagine, studio lights, computers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine screens, three screens downstairs, the producer in another location as well who's doing all that changing. It all costs money. And your donations and the donations you've given us so far and subscriptions help us to do that. But unfortunately, it's not enough. and We don't get paid. Thankfully, we have other jobs and we have to keep those other jobs as well because we need to provide for this as well. And this is our passion. This is what we really want to do. We don't have advertising. As you can see, there's no ads come up on the screen now. And we've intentionally done that because when it comes to the more serious stories, we want to be able to do them in a way that leaves you to have your opinion, no matter what that opinion is. And we've seen so many times with different shows, with different radio stations, television stations, social media, they pander to advertisers because an advertiser will say, well, look, I don't want to advertise on a show that's talking about that or that or that or has that view or that opinion or has a conservative view or whatever it is. So we don't want to be in that situation where we have to pander to an advertiser um, on our live video and our live streams. Of course, there's advertising when you download it from Spotify, but that's up to Spotify to put their own advertising. That's not up to us. That's nothing to do with us. So we're asking you to help us. Please support us. Um, it is difficult. I'm going to be completely honest with you. It's financially very difficult to keep doing this every day. And we want to keep doing it every day. We really do. And we have thousands of downloads. We're blown away by the amount of people who download the show daily. But that doesn't make us really any money. Um, it doesn't make money to pay for everything. What makes us the money is you donating to the show or you subscribing on our website, nileboylan.com. It's five ninety nine a month. Think of it this way. You're buying one pint of beer every month between the three of us so we can share the pint of beer. And that's your thank you to us for doing this. If you can't do it, that's fine. I understand there's a cost of living crisis. But we would ask you to please try and support us, either by subscribing for five ninety nine a month or if you want to do a one-off donation for a fiver or anything more than that, gosh, if you could do more than that, it'd be great. It would really, really help us. Please do it. Don't think about doing it later on. Do it today. And for all those who do donate or subscribe, every day we pick one person, randomly, we don't do it, the computer just does it, randomly, and we send them one of these, which is a smoke mug. And it's a Niall Boylan smoke mug. So please donate by now going to the website. Do it right now. NileBoylan.com Show them the smoke mugs again. There's the website on the bottom of the screen. NileBoylan.com We'll put a link up to it later on as well. And you can go to the website, just click on the button Donate, or indeed on the Subscribe button. Either one. If you want to donate the Donate button, if you want to subscribe monthly, go to the Subscribe button and pick the subscription. Thank you very much indeed to everybody who supports us. We really, really appreciate it. We'll talk together Monday at 12. Until then, have a great weekend and some of the stuff, oh, some of the stuff we've done over the last week, we'll put up repeats of it over the weekend. So enjoy your weekend and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085 100 2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.